All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just tuned into the adventures of Sam Priest. Now sit back and enjoy the ride, man. Hey, you wasn't on time for this because you were unprepared. So therefore, you were what? Late. I was prepared. Your production team was late. Girl, I am the production team. And I was here first because exactly. I called you. I late. Called, you know hey. what? All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Adventures of Sam Priest. This is a show for everyday people to discuss everyday things. We have our guest here today, Miss Rizzy Glam, aka Hi. Charisma. Hello. So, thank you for joining me, girl. Thank you for having me. Yes. I love you. Yes. I'm, I'm going to disregard the fact that you tried to comfort me in the beginning okay. of the show. The facts are the facts. Hi, everyone. Baby, I think I want to end this already. Girl, tell us more about yourself. Well, I am Charisma. I am an insurance professional licensed. That's my newest little, mm, I like that. (laughs) You see the... But at the heart of me, I want to say plus size model. I love to do hair. I'm a hair stylist and makeup artist as well. I have my own makeup brand and I do need to put some more time. It's a little bit more love into her, but these are the things I do have. So I'd like to say I'm an artist, a walking artist. You know, I am um, one of your vessels that you used yes. and this was a beautiful canvas to paint on in the, you know, the awesome. Insert photo here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll do you one better. I'll show you the video. Check this out. start breakdancing for Janet Jackson. (laughs) Anywho, yes, (laughs) we are walking artists. I do love people that love crafts. I love art in any form, painting, sand art. I fell in love with that in New York, randomly, Uh, any type of art. You know what? I'm here for that because you know me, I I consider myself a creator. I don't see it. I don't say like, oh, I'm just a singer. Oh, I just style. I'm just a creative soul. Like I have so many ideas and I bounce them off and people don't listen to me at first, but then when I do it, then everybody be like, oh, maybe we should have listened to him. Like I told you to wear animal print and look at us. Bomb. Mm, these shoulder pads <laughs> didn't want to do this all night. Girl, you're gonna knock your camera out with them. <laughs> so surprisingly, I'm actually far, but yeah. So I got a question for you. <clears throat> what what motivates you to get up every morning? Mm, my alarm clock. It's so sad. It's almost like not a motivation, it's like a get you. But I do get up. I'm sorry, for my job. So money is right now, but in all actuality, really just striving for better. It's like when you're a person that 
is a visionary in so many words, not trying to put no crowns on my title, but when you see yourself in different places or you're not satisfied where you currently sit, that's a motivation in itself to be like, okay, we got to do something. Even if it's clocking into work, because you know, you need that money. It takes money to make money. If you want to do something else, you got to get up. So really the motivation right now is to push forward. Like I want to change my current environment. So that's my motivation. Change. I love that. So, Charisma, I want to do my icebreaker. I do it with everyone. It's my reoccurring theme. It's called Spin uh, Spin Sands Wheel. Okay. Let me, let me pull up my wheel. This is my wheel. She bad. <laughs> she green, and that's my favorite color. Yes, let me explain the game to you. So, um, spin sans wheel. I'm going to spin this, and whatever this dial lands on, you either have to answer the question or you have to complete that action. So, with that being said, we're about to start, and I am about to spin the wheel. Spin that wheel. Spin it. Mm. Yeah. Spin it. Music. Come on, give me. Mm. Mm. It's been in the wheel. Let's land on this thing one more time. Yes. Boom. What's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure, and I am a good one. You, huh? Oh, I don't know how good it's gonna be now, but I was gonna say binge watching shows nonstop. I do not care. I'm going to watch it when I get off on my break in between work, after work. I'm going to finish the series. I'm going to finish all of them. My roommate hates it, but I am, uh, that's, that's one of my guilty pleasures for sure. So in my defense, like if I get a really good show that I like, I love, I'll binge watch it. Like when I, when I finally got into game of Thrones, it was like season six. So I had nothing but time. So nothing but time. Nothing but time. So I would go to work, sit in the back. I'm like, hey, y'all, I, y'all can't bother me right now because I'm working on this really hard project. Girl, I had Game of Thrones here, popcorn here, and I just zoned out and didn't get no work done. <laughs> None. That was me with Bridgerton, but right now I finally got into Tyler Perry's sisters. I was kind of over it because I got a glimpse of the acting and I was like, ugh, but it kind of makes sense now. So I watched it from the beginning to the end I, it was five seasons and now i'm upset because we're season six give it to me now girl talk about a guilty pleasure i was watching halves and a half knots like consistently Shit. Uh-huh. i watched i watched one episode and i was watching my uh godson mm-hmm. and so i couldn't it went a little left so i had to turn it off and then i never turned it back on girl i was like this is like really like you know this is really good writing so, huh Snowfall. Mm. Snowfall happens too. We'll talk about your snowfall later. Ah, I just almost closed my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and shut. <laughs> Ooh. Anywho. Okay, so for me, I don't really like a lot of violent shows. I had to remove that from my life because I started to see the programming that is doing with everybody else and I was not here for it because everybody was very aggressive and a lot of people didn't know how to control what they started to feel because of what they're constantly visualizing. And I said, no, sir, not here. So I watch cartoons. Period. Be the change you want to see. And I am. That's why I'm (laughs) a girl. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I, I do really do believe in programming. I think that is a real thing. It is. Like, I think people seriously, like, um, need to pay attention to what they watch because it's the same thing as pay attention to what you eat. So mm-hmm. if you're digesting this stuff in visually, mentally, like, it makes sense why you want to go out and just shoot somebody. It makes sense why you're, you're ready to just go punch somebody. And those are the type of people I don't hang out with. Right. But... Um, do nobody's fighting because we wouldn't be friends. Okay. Now, now I do fight when I got to. When I got to. When I got but to, and like, I got good, strong right and left. Okay. I um, <laughs> I wanted to speak on that really quick about the programming. If we have a second, I felt like what was it that they kept pushing? It was on Instagram. Everybody was talking about it. I was like, I don't see this in my day-to-day, and I feel like y'all are just pushing it out here to make it okay, and it was suicide in Black men. And they kept saying, this was like last year, they kept saying, oh, this number of Black men are now committed suicide. This number of Black men are committed suicide. I'm like, I'm not seeing this in my everyday. Now, I feel like it's manifesting more. Granted, it started manifesting in children more, but I felt like that's something that y'all just kept pushing and kept pushing I don't know, to make it like it's okay, to kind of to desensitize us to it. Like, it's nothing. The same with these mass shootings. Not mass shootings, but when they were killing nope. the... Uh, you're right. It's- you're making it okay. You're pushing it more. Now, granted, is it, nothing is different than it was before. However, now it's more in our face due to social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a camera. Everybody has a platform. Mm-hmm. However, I do feel like with the killing of innocent black men, things like that, that were going on, black people, period, people of color, I felt like they kept pushing it and kept pushing it so that we would swipe it. Like, you don't want to, you don't want to digest this. I'm sick of seeing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just kind of being desensitized to it. So now I'm not even, we ain't marching. We not, we swipe it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Like, Damn, just kind of I was looking huh? differently because the way you just did it, it messed with my mind a little bit because the way I was processing it, I was like, oh, you guys are trying to build up a climate for war because you are literally promoting or constantly projecting these things that either install fear or yeah. or it puts us in a place where we, we do want to just seek violence because now I'm so angry with how these white people keep treating us so like this this whole energy that they're putting out also even with you know uh, when we were children our parents Mm -hmm. would say oh don't play that video game because it's like it's too graphic it's causing you to think or act a certain way i wouldn't believe it i didn't but i'm as an adult i'm watching other adults do it and most of these people that are playing these video games they are like turned into mass shooters or people who are just okay to just snap because it's it's alarming to me that so many people are so quick-tempered. Like, so quick-tempered. And, you know, I think that also goes to embracing, hmm, not embracing, catering to everyone's sensitivities. Hmm. And that's not giving you a backbone. Everything's, oh, you say something, no matter what the statement is, immediately, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. I said it and I meant it. Sometimes you have to get tough skin. That's the same thing with, I can't tell you that your your 
your art is bad or it needs to be (laughs) no but seriously same somebody came on and was like this show is ghetto no I'm just playing but if they say something like that it was me but listen if if somebody were to give you critique and you can't digest that critique that's fine that means you want to stay here where you're at if they say oh you're using this platform that's a great platform but this platform does this 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 and this you don't want to hear because you feel like they're bashing you now you're here you're just here you're moving through life right here because you can't take what anyone is saying to build yourself up and that goes back to that's pride, baby. Huh? That's pride. what you just described is pride yeah okay yes you got so much pride and you don't want to hear like but just catering to everyone's sensitivity like you can't tell him to sit down that whole statement you beat your kids or the world gonna beat your kids you're not telling your kids that you can process your emotions in the house you can be upset and we're going to talk about it right now you have an issue you can talk about it so now they sensitive asses were not getting guns they just doing whatever to release their anger because you haven't catered into that you didn't tell them that no you can't just hit people when you're angry that's mm-hmm. just not how you you know I don't know. You just cater into their sensitivity and now everybody doing what they want to do. This is my thing. Every uh, every uh, subject is going to have someone who is sensitive to it. So we live in this, if we're, co- like you said, if we're constantly trying to cater to everyone's sensitivity, we are kind of setting ourselves up to be weak or weak-minded. In our black community, I didn't start getting exposure to white people until um, college and I started working in musical theater. That was my first exposure to white people. But also, I've always been a little different in my neighborhood. I was just that, when everybody was sagging, I was wearing a belt real tight and my britches were real up, like high up. Oh, britches? Yeah, they were they were up there. <laughs> you ain't had, you had britches on, okay. I'm like, you won't get me gingerbread, man. You know, so. <laughs> so Not ready for at all. What I'm getting at is I didn't feel like I was mentally prepared for what I had to endure or because it was blocked off from me. Like, yes, I knew slavery was a thing, but I didn't know that people walked around with this negative energy towards me because either I'm black or because I'm gay. And I'm already getting it from one side for being gay. And that's the black community because they they are they're so wishy washy or or they want to be gay when it's convenient. You know, I don't have time for that. Um, I know I'm cool. I know I'm talented, but you're not going to ride my wave and talk shit about me behind my back. So that's the black community in that regard, because that's another form of brainwashing. And then we have this other uh, segment where, again, our exposure to the white community, I was not prepared. Oh, these people didn't technically prepare me for this type of encounter. But how do you? But how do you? Yo, yo, I know you would like to be a guest on The Adventures of Sam Priest. Make sure you follow him on Instagram at S-A-N-P-R-I-E-S-T underscore underscore. And tell him, I want to be a part of this show. What do I have to do? And I promise you, he'll send you all the details that you need. Now, back to The Adventures of Sam Priest featuring Turk. Sorry, I know we went on this little tangent, but let's get back to what's going on. In this, what's going on? So, what's going on is basically a segment where you get to take reins of the platform, which you already did a couple of times, and I had to bring it back because it's my show. Okay, 
a topic, since we've been talking so heavy about certain things, a topic that I do want to go on is the importance of feeding your personal growth and following your passions. Okay. So I feel like, just like we were just talking about being overwhelmed and uh, in the media, when everyone else is feeding you, you have to, you know, kind of listen to yourself to see what you're hungry for, if that makes sense. Because I know... Elaborate on that for us. Huh? Elaborate on that for us. What? When you said uh, you got to go after things that you're hungry for. Uh, just the, okay. I was in a place of depression. I feel like, I feel like everyone's been in a place where they feel low. And it's because actually prior to the pandemic, right before it was getting bad. And then it got bad during the pandemic because hello. But uh, just really, I was working. I was working for a company, you know, every day I'm getting off late. I don't have time to give myself what I need. And now you're feeling like, you're alive, but you're not living. You're mm-hmm. just, it's really robotic. Like, I'm just, I'm going to wake up. My alarm's going to go off. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to get off. I'm going to do this, do that. And it's like, you know, I'm a creative. And I felt like I wasn't giving myself what I needed. And when I got into my bag, I really started playing in makeup and getting more into it and believing in myself and getting into this model thing. I felt more alive because I was feeding myself what I needed. And it's like, things like that, you can't say... Um, you know, I was depressed. And so I, I, I started cleaning and I felt better if that's not your jam, mm-hmm. because now you're doing another chore. But <laughs> I started at- your room. <laughs> no, uh-uh. but listen, I'm just saying, though, like, you know, you're going to clean. OK, clean your room. I'm going to clean my room. My room's going to be clean, bed made. Everything's done. Cool. Do your makeup. I can tell you to go do your makeup. Tell someone to do their makeup. They're just going to do your eyebrows, just fade the foundation. You're done. Just like I just cleaned my room. But when you have a love for something and you understand that, oh, this is feeding me for real, you start developing in it. Like, oh, now I'm going to do this. What if I do a little blue right here? What if I do this and this? I'm not the person that's going to clean up my room. I'm going to rearrange it. I'm going to put my dresser over here. That doesn't feed me. I'm going to just clean it. And it's clean, okay? Mm-hmm. But when you find your passion, you see yourself living in it. You see yourself trying to learn it more like and it's something that naturally happens. Like, you know, it's like, I just want to do this. Or now you're seeing it on your timeline because you're looking for it and you're growing. But that's what I meant when I say feed yourself what you need. But I think it's important for people to really find out what they need. Develop your personal growth. If you know that you're not saying words correctly, people keep pointing it out. Read a book. It's important to develop yourself. Grow. <laughs> you can't save money. Get a, get a financial advisor. Feed yourself. <laughs> I'm here for this newfound growth because it yeah. sounds like you want to get out of wherever you are. But hey, <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> the walls. The walls. <laughs> I'm currently in a Christmas box, but this paper is so shiny. It was very expensive paper in the 80s but it's expensive nonetheless girl mine was not expensive like i know you had you're talking shit about where you stay but there was this one time i had moved from and this is a little random tangent i'll hop us back on but i have ended up moving to uh florida mm-hmm. yeah. but i had to rush back because i did i decided at the last minute not to take this job at phoenix and i was like well i still work for scholastic so i had to rush back but i didn't have a place to stay Found this room on Rooms to Go. I don't know the name of that app. Girl, I get there. 
And mind you, I thought it was going to be pleasant because it was on a lake. And I didn't think that downtown Orlando was, you know. Ghetto. <laughs> it is. In a like, <laughs> sense of things. Girl, I was like, oh no, this is a crack house. Girl, I ended up staying in a crack house <laughs> for like three months. <laughs> Because I was going to move out. I was going to move out. But right before I moved out, that he was like, okay, before you leave, just look at this one room. And it was this one room. It was an attachment to the house. And honestly, they were not crack. They were not crack people. They were just old. So, not, they weren't crack people. Good to know. Because <laughs> yeah, you know I did my research. But he opened up that room. I had my own little private driveway. And the room was, it was, it wasn't special but it became special because it was i found so much peace in that crack house girl I found so much peace. it's given janine i'm so happy that you found the peace in the crack house it's like oh. the where the girl busts in the church on the tyler perry's like yeah i'm glad you found your peace but to top this all in like finding your peace is one important factor in order to get yourself to where you need to go Right. So um, when you were talking about cleaning your room, I flipped my mind differently because I felt that my room was a representation of my mind. So if my room was a mess, then that uh, that that actually literally showed how my life was. And I started to look around and I was like, oh, no, it is a mess. You know, yeah. and it's not the fact that I, things are dirty. It's just the yeah. fact that I'm so overwhelmed that I cannot function or see a clear path. And baby, when I took time to actually clean my room, yeah. Then I was able to focus on the things that brought me joy because I had a clearer mind. So, yeah, like I do get what you're saying. Like I don't want to do things that I don't want to do, but there are certain things that are very symbolic and we don't even realize. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I wasn't saying that I don't clean my room, y'all, because it's clean and it's decorated and it's also cheetah. But um, you see my face. <laughs> it is clean. I'm gonna show you. Hey. I've been there before. You ain't been here. You ain't oh. been to the box. So, I ain't come to the box, but I'm into the other box. <laughs> you came when we were moving. You know what? Let's get back on topic. Spin the wheel. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now we have, we're coming to the end of our show. Oh. But before we end, I always like to end with a bang and it's called our bonus round. So... Bonus round is something that I, I've been shocking and surprising all of my guests with because I sent you guys the questions, the ones who read them. And so it, it typically prepared you for this. You got to grab an object, grab any object that's close by. Boom. Now sell it to Sand. If you if you sell this to me, I'm going to cash up you a dollar. And I am a hard critic for this dollar. Okay. And go. fifty. Okay. No. <laughs> this is rose water. Not just any water. This water is made from the love of roses. Mist yourself. It keeps you hydrated. It keeps you glowing. It keeps you happy and smelling fresh. How else do you start your day without a sprinkle of greatness? <laughs> I'm gonna send your dollar. I'm gonna send your dollar. I'm gonna send your dollar right now. Is it your phone number? It is. It's Rizzy Glam. It's Rizzy Glam. Sam. 
girl, with this um with this laugh I got, I'ma just up it up to two dollars. Ooh, you fancy or something? You rich? Girl, I'ma write this off on my taxes. I paid Ooh. a prostitute two dollars to come on this show and talk about her prostitute life. <laughs> You're a very cheap whore. Good time. Oh no, you won't. No, 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 you will not. You will not try to come to. You will not try to come for me when I had to call your ass. To it's be- getting colored sleepy time. Oh, charisma! I've never known you to be on time for anything. <laughs> but no. I, so you guys, I am sad to say that this is the um, end of the episode. So again, thank you, charisma, for joining us. Where can these people find you? You can find me on Instagram at it's Rizzy or my makeup page, which is Rizzy Glam. What what? So make sure you follow, make sure you like and subscribe and share. This is a podcast full of love. This is, gives everyone an opportunity to just feel important, to talk about their victories and their success, as well as their future plans. So thank you again. And if I can leave you with one thought, that thought will be, make sure you toot your horn because sometimes you won't have no music. Ooh, I like that. Gang, gang. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, how do I end this? Uh, Do, 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 do. And. And. Been searching for somebody who's such a freak. I'll be in a long time, got back to make up, wasn't me. But-